CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and I am so excited because I have a guest today who is the OG, quote unquote, winner of The Bachelor. If you've been listening to this show for a long time, you have heard her talk about her experience winning the first season of The Bachelor back when they did that greatest seasons ever rewatch situation. And I honestly really enjoyed that because we got to see how far the show has come um, for a lot of reasons. And (laughs) this person has not watched The Bachelor in quite a long time, but she decided to dive into the first two episodes of Charity Season for Us Weekly's sake. And I cannot wait to get her takes. Amanda Marsh Caldwell, how are you? Hi, good morning. I'm doing well. How are you today? I'm good. I just, I have to know, remind me, when was the last time you had watched this show or any form of it? I know I was trying to think back because, um, you know, I have a 13 year old daughter and I was telling her what I was doing and she's like, are you kidding? And trying to think back. So not the full season every time, but the last one I remember there was um a cute gentleman from England. I mean, I was always a sucker for an accent. So I did watch that one. Um, I think the full season I watched uh, Aaron from Springfield, Missouri, because it was kind of close to my hometown. And I would see him at Grand Lake where we had a house. And so it felt familiar. So I mean, what are we talking season five or something, maybe something along those lines? <laughs> it's been a while. I mean, Probably some of the viewers were in diapers. Um. (laughs) Does it surprise you that this show just finished season 27 of The Bachelor and this is season 20 of The Bachelorette? Um, Yeah, I mean, it does. There there are some couples that work out, which is fantastic. That's really exciting. I think had those not happened, maybe it would start to fizzle. And then anymore, you know, we kind of are here for drama. Um, I mean, I'm a huge Bravo fan, so it's not like I don't watch. Right. (laughs) And that's a full-time job. Yeah. Oh, completely. You know, seeing kind of the drama and, you know, reality to some degree. Um, And then when I look back at the age I was, I mean, I was 23. And so if that's kind of the demographic and age of most of these contestants still, give or take maybe 10 years, I mean, that might still be interesting. I just, um, I'm getting older. No, I think it's a few (laughs) things. I feel like it's like, there's so many dating shows now on Netflix, on every network. And you see the other like primetime networks, like your Fox or your CBS, they're always trying to like get these, CBS has a lot of reality programming, not um, dating wise, but you feel, I feel like Fox, Mm -hmm. NBC, especially when we're in something like a writer's strike right now with scripted TV, they're always trying to get a franchise that they can just stick, like insert people with the same formula. So while some people are like, who still watches The Bachelor? How is that still on? It's just so recognizable. And if they took it away, they would just be trying to do a different version of it, which some people might enjoy. But it's like, it's easy for them. So it makes sense to me, even though it's also just mind blowing when you hear the numbers of 20 and 27, when you do the math of how many of these couples quote unquote worked out, it's, it's not quite high. No, no, it's not. And and I think some people are curious, um, what's this experiment like? Or like me, I didn't have anything going on. Why not? Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Um, well, what were your like just initial thoughts on Charity? Obviously, you didn't know her from Zach's season. You have probably had no idea she even was The Bachelorette um, before I yeah. made you watch these two episodes. <laughs> what were your initial thoughts on Charity overall when you tuned in? Yeah, so the first, you know, episode, I didn't like research anything. I wanted to just be as real with you because I actually, if you look back, am probably too open and real. Um, so I just wanted to watch it and just get my real reaction. And so I did not know she had been on uh, a series, The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's probably a lot about her. Um, I did not know and to, and to watch these guys who are really into her, which of course, she, I mean, she's gorgeous. She's yeah. totally beautiful. So that would be an easy pull, but um, they seem to know her. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe she made it far in the other show was, was mm-hmm. my assumption. I never looked, but um, but she's darling. Um, you know, there are some things that I think from a production standpoint, seem really forced and can make someone not seem real natural. Yeah, not her fault. But you know, a lot of like the the B roll, the twirls. I mean, I I, (laughs) I couldn't handle it. Like, thank God I was the first and we were a little bit more just maybe boring. Um, Because I wouldn't be able to put on the show like that. But um, oh, she's such a cutie. Yeah, I agree. I think the first episode, my biggest takeaway, which I said last week was that she really stood out to me. Like the guys always in the beginning or whoever, whatever it is, like the limo entrances are just like so cheesy now and so ridiculous that Mm -hmm. it's hard to really, maybe one or two will stand out and be like, oh, clearly like her eyes lit up. She likes him. We'll probably see him around, whatever. But a lot of times it's when you even get to know the lead again, because even if you watch the previous season, they're not the star. So they get a moment or two. But I thought she handled herself really well with maybe some of the awkward guys And just in general, I thought she like stood out. And then this episode, the second one, not that she didn't the same thing, but it was just a little more cringe with some of the stuff they made her do, like you were saying, and even like to jump to the end, obviously having to keep those, those two guys for the drama, you could almost see the pain in her eyes as she was doing it. And and I know how that goes. I mean, especially after having time with Alex, after the show was filming, how at least in his experience, you know, he's like, there were maybe a handful, you know, initially, whether it was just, you know, shallow visual perception or conversations, the rest were kind of fill in. Yeah. And so I'm always, when I watch this, critiquing what's really happy, happening. How many times did they retake that scene to get that reaction? I mean, I just know. And so there's a little bit of maybe give, you know, and, and sympathy for some of these guys. Like yeah. I said, it didn't really go down that way. <laughs> but I tell you what, that limo entrance, I thought, Sarah, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> You're like, why am I watching the show? I mean, everyone had some sort of, they wanted to stand out, which, I mean, we just walked up and shook his hand and went inside, you know, yeah. um, that is super painful. Um, I, I guess maybe you feel like, well, everyone's doing, it, I got to do it, but I don't know. I, I think they should ease off of that and you might be more memorable if you don't do something just yeah, painful. Yeah. They lost a lot on the so limo entrances a few years ago. It's it's oh. gotten it, this is even was almost toned back like a couple years ago. The stuff they were having them do was so ridiculous that it became like such a joke that that was in my from what I can recall and ever watching the show pretty consistently for the last God knows how long. I felt like they've even toned it down, but it's still so cringy and not really enjoyable anymore. So imagine mm-hmm. what it was like a couple years ago because they really were like. No, making them be ridiculous. Well, kudos to the guys then, because it's like, you know, you think, oh, is this really their idea? Probably not. They probably are told to come up with something. And then for them to have the balls. Yeah. (laughs) Like Like the guy with the balls. (laughs) Um, On the week two, Jesse Palmer, which one, I guess, first of all, thoughts on Jesse Palmer, because obviously you had never seen, you hadn't even really seen Chris Harrison probably in a long time, but then obviously he's no longer on the show. You had spoken to him for that greatest seasons ever. Um, But now it's Jesse Palmer. Did anything stand out to you good bad or other about jesse palmer i feel like he's just kind of there i mean i'm always full of opinions tell me (laughs) which can get me into trouble um my uh fiance is like just be nice (laughs) it's like whatever you do be nice i'm like i am nice but but i'm just yeah i mean i'm i I am nice it's just i'm maybe honest and uh, maybe it's funny um so yeah i had met him once we did a people magazine photo shoot Mm -hmm. that was like reenacting some film where we were all in bed 
Um, and then Mike Fleiss was um, lying across the foot of the bed. Uh, and so the like couples, even though you weren't a couple at that point, were there. And so he was there because he had been a bachelor. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I mean, I thought he was really cute. Yeah. Uh, I was like, you're good looking. And um, But watching him, I guess I can't help but compare of the forever host, Harrison. And I remember him from Designers Challenge. I mean, I, I knew who he was. Because I've always been slightly middle-aged my whole life, I think. I knew who he was uh, when we were filming. And mm. so um, there were some times where I think he dropped an F-bomb one time, teasing one of the guys, like with his earrings or something, or his look with the scarf. Yeah. yeah and I was like, okay, you, you might be cool. Let's let's see more of that. Yeah. Let's not be so stiff. Mm-hmm. Um, I What's funny is the second one I, let, I watched with my 13-year-old. And uh the whole time she's like, holy hell. Um, But we noticed, you know, he's always kind of, you know, he he looks like a Barbie doll. I mean, he's pretty, but he kind of, I I hope he loosens up because I bet he's really funny. Yeah, I agree. That was like his shining moment when he was mocking Brayden. And even it was like kind of nice to see him like that the rest of the time. I think kind of the consensus is a lot of people is he's almost just like doing a Chris Harrison impression. Yeah. Which is like fine because like it's not really about the host. So you don't want them to no. take up too much space because then it kind of takes away sometimes from the lead. Like when they had the former Bachelorettes doing it um, in between the Chris Harrison, Jesse Palmer of it all. They were great. But also like sometimes it felt like it was about the former Bachelorettes and not about the mm-hmm. current one because they mm-hmm. also were, you know, more used to being in front of the camera like that and being in the show and kind of jumping back into that role. So while they were great to like give advice, sometimes I feel like the audience felt like they were like taking over, whereas like a Jesse Palmer, or Chris Harrison, like kind of are supposed to be in the background. But I agree. I think Jesse Palmer is good and he's a nice guy and he's cute. Yeah. But like yeah. he should be a little bit more charismatic and not so stiff sometimes because this is like yeah, a yeah doing it oh oh yeah. wow okay well I think you can only get better yes <laughs> well he asked him a I question mean, on on the second episode saying how different was night one than you expected it and I wanted to ask you the same question if you can remember was night yeah. one on Alex Michelle's season what you expected or different because these guys clearly didn't know what to expect uh well there were several things that stood out I mean <sighs> Alex, I think, had a better house. Um, this house, like, settled down on the decor. <laughs> I mean, I, I felt distracted. Maybe it's like my ADD of trying to count how many different bases were just strategically placed or, you know, all those candles that I would probably kick over on the ground. I mean, it was very distracting. So many colors and patterns. Um, so that was just kind of like, ugh. but, um, wow, she didn't waste time lip smacking. Yeah. And I wish they could mute a little bit. I mean, we see enough and yeah. we get it. It, it. It's all looking like compatible, <laughs> but Very true. can we just mute? And, and, and even the second episode, my 13 year old's like, Whoa, I mean, she took all these notes. It was hilarious. Um, but yeah, uh, so the just instinct to already want to kiss anyone that quickly, none of us did that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anyone, um, it took a long time before I even kissed him on the cheek, uh, let al- at a rose ceremony, let alone with all those other people there. Yeah. Not saying That's it's wrong. Different. I just was kind of like, oh my gosh, everyone's aggressive. Yeah. Um, so that was surprising. Uh, we did not have the impression rose. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, was different. I think that's been around a while, but that yeah. was different from mine. Um, we definitely had a lot more cocktails. And uh, other than that, I think it was pretty similar. Um, she might have had more time to chit chat with some of these individuals. Um, I mean, that's a lot of people to yeah. try and visit with and then what a lot of times viewers don't know is then there's a lot of like retakes of because they're trying to get angles or of course the reactions right um and so your night gets chewed up pretty quickly just from the production standpoint i know now the way they do it is like it starts late but it goes all night and that rose ceremony that first one ends mm-hmm. with like the sun coming up like seven oh yeah so that was it like same. that with you too okay. <laughs> yeah yeah i think they picked us up like maybe at seven M- might have been earlier it, it could have even been 5 30 from the hotel and we had so many limos. And so there were a few of us in each limo, um, probably four or five. And we had champagne, no food, because we thought we were going there to eat. 
And there was issues again, first season. So we thought it was just, they got to get things figured out. Technology wasn't working properly. And so we were stuck for several hours in our limo before we even got to the house, let alone to exit. Um, and, and then there was really poor quality food, if you would even call it that. <laughs> oh, but God. yeah, the sun was coming up. I remember it took all night. It was probably four hours of just the rose ceremony portion yeah. and get your rose, go back, repeat it. You know, The more things have changed, some of them have stayed the same. So we got that is definitely still the same. <laughs> and a lot of even this episode, the dates featured like flashbacks to other seasons. And yeah. I guess in their attempt was to be like, look at this franchise dodgeball game or look at this franchise of the longest kiss. And in my opinion, it was like, oh, you're just reminding us how uncreative this is that we're doing the same thing. I was like, that mm -hmm. didn't help me. That didn't make me like, no, oh, I've waited. I've been waiting months for them to do the dodgeball game since Claire's season. It's been years. Like, where is the dodgeball? I was like, oh, yeah. we're back to the drawing board. We can't come up with anything. Let's do dodgeball. So that to me, like almost took me out of it because I forget these these seasons go in and out. But when they remind me that we've already watched this, I'm like, oh, I don't care as much. No, I don't. And even that's what that's the one when, you know, my daughter watched and she even said, she's like, why would they do that again? Are yeah. they running out of ideas? And she's like, why am I the smartest person? <laughs> that's amazing. She's watched 30 she, minutes and she's like, why are we doing dodgeball again? Dodgeball is not that great. <laughs> and out of all the episodes, I mean, I knew if she was interested, I mean, I kind of was like, come on, Chloe, watch it. But I knew you watch the earlier ones, yes. not the later ones. Like, yeah, she'll be finished with this. But um, and then, yeah, seeing all those banana hammocks running around, I was like, oh, well, <laughs> that was so this. Yeah. Um, this is also the classic thing they do every season, basically once or twice is like some sort of competition. Whatever team wins gets to get time with the lead. Um, it's the same old debate every time. Is that fair? Yada, yada. But Brayden, who is kind of the standout of the season so far, first impression Rose winner, and then second episode villain vibes, him and that mm -hmm. guy, Adrian, were like fighting in the night portion of the group date about who was the MVP of the dodgeball and all that. And it was weird because there's that we'll get to like him at the end with some of that stuff, which maybe was worse. But I was trying to pay attention to what he was actually saying versus the music they were playing. And yes. this really did feel like one where he was just saying like he was feeling insecure, even though we got the first impression rose. He still wants time with her. And they were coming at him. And I didn't think he actually said anything wrong during that first conversation. I know I it took me a minute to kind of digest. So when. To me, and, and rightly so, this is a competition. And if you're really into someone, you want to clear the air so yeah. that you feel like you did everything before you go home or sent home. But yeah, he was pumped like, well, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave kind of talking all big. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they had that conversation, again, there's editing, of course. But I don't think from what I was expecting, he spilled his heart out as much as he could have or should have. Mm. And I think he could have done a better job trying to explain why that like longest kiss and how everyone came back, like how it would bother him. Yeah. Um, I, I think he could have probably communicated that better and come off less villain like but I, yeah. I I think he was just trying to show that he cared yeah and and everyone's perception is different I mean um that's why there's all these different personalities in there and you know so for someone to assume and judge especially so early on I don't know that that's gonna fare well either yeah know, kind of being it's like true. the tattletale and you know stirring stuff up it, it goes now, both ways. If you're the one to like tell on to the lead, you are putting and yourself I, in the situation. Those people never yeah. win either. Like you might think no. you're a hero in the moment, but they also, yeah. they never win the show. They never go far enough. They usually get sent home with the quote unquote villain. And I didn't like, I don't love Brayden by any means. I don't love his scarf or his earrings. I don't really know why he got the first impression rose. He is a little cocky and there is yeah. something to be said for you're on the bachelorette. They're going to kiss other people. But at his core, feeling a little disrespected by the guys having to watch her kiss someone for over four minutes, 
I don't think mm-hmm. is the worst comment. I think he could communicate better, but I also don't think he called her classless. I think that was editorializing mm-hmm. by Adrian or something mm-hmm. they cut out because I went back and I didn't hear him make that comment. So I think Adrian yeah. is a villain in his own right here, if you want to call him that. I know. He's super cute. So you yeah. you also want to root for him because he's mm-hmm. adorable. But I, I think he's grasping. And then there's also behind the scenes, when you're doing these interviews, someone's feeding you questions and you're completing the sentence, the question and a sentence. And so did someone use that word? And then all we see is him answering it. Right. You you know, you are kind of fed a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember they tried stirring up like age drama in my season and no one was really, no one cared um, was the truth of it, but they're getting those sound bites that they want. So I I think there's some definitely creative editing, which it's a show. It's supposed to be entertaining. They're going to do that. Yeah. That's why I always am like, be careful what you say in reality TV, it can and will be used against you. Yeah. (laughs) A hundred percent. But yeah. uh, Chloe mentioned, she's like, dude, how many earrings did you pack? (laughs) They were not great. <laughs> they were, I mean, I guess good for him for having the confidence to be rocking sure. that scarf with shorts and those earrings. Like, I don't know what and that, that was house funny. was. Again, for Jesse Palmer to break character and make fun of you, it, it's good it for best. you that you stand out. But those earrings just were not it. <laughs> yeah, that was totally the best. Um, it really was. But yeah, I can't imagine having to sit there and watch uh, someone make out for four minutes. Yeah, and I felt bad for them to make out for four minutes. I mean, I know I actually love. They weren't drunk like like I was. Yeah, would you say (laughs) they weren't drunk like I was? (laughs) I would definitely be uh, drinking as much as I they allowed me if I was on this program. I think they have rules for that now because of things that went wrong at some point. But um, yeah, yeah, that was cringy for a lot of reasons. We had Gabby and Rachel who they were the Bachelorettes the last go round. They did two of them which was interesting. Like the guys were like divided. Like they, after the first night, like decided they were pursuing Gabby or pursuing Rachel. And the two of them are very close and were very insistent in interviews saying they didn't feel like they were in a competition. Like we're friends. Of course, neither of their relationships worked out and now they have each other. So they're still best friends. Neither of their relationships worked out. It was an interesting experiment. Um, But that's who those two were. And it almost felt like under even underutilizing them because Gabby's very funny and she was yelling out some funny stuff too. But we didn't really even, I wish they did a better job with the like leading up to the competition thing. Like that felt short and it felt like the guys were actually like being kind of funny and having good personalities. And I almost wish we saw more of that mm-hmm. and less of um, like, again, flashbacks to Sean Lowe's kiss and the yada yada. Um, but that Joey guy, mm-hmm. I mean, he seemed sweet. They seemed to get along. Mm-hmm. Good for him that he you know, pulled the line of talking about their future kiss to win the kiss. That seemed like a good move. That was creative. I know he's adorable. I'm just like, oh my God, he's so cute. Oh yeah. I think he's going to do well. Yeah. I think so too. It's also funny because they do everything they can every season to remind us like that Sean Lowe exists because he remains the only bachelor to be married to his first choice. We have Ari and Jason who did the swap. They're still married. So they count. Um, We have Matt James is still with his final rose winner, but they're not married. Um, and Zach, the most recent one, it's been a couple months, so Jerry's still out, but Sean Lowe is the old faithful that this show pulls in as much as they can to remind us that this show works. So of course they had to Um, include a flashback of him and he did this date. So probably trying to get in our head, like, look, this could, this not that Sean Lowe picked Leslie who was on the date with him, but still like he did, he had the record. Um, but it's an interesting conversation too, that I feel like every season they have the, I I sometimes ask the leads when I speak to them, like, did you have rules for yourself on whether you were going to like kiss in front of the other guys or how did you navigate that? And I know sometimes it's out of their control or they don't know that production probably put someone to be just in the, the eye view, but this was just like a full on Mm -hmm. display. And it, it, it did feel it's not charity's fault, but it did feel a little cringe for me. I didn't like that. I don't think that was fair Mm -hmm. to make any of them have to like watch. Maybe they should have sent them home for that part. Yeah. For the um, contestants, but also there was like a crowd. Yeah. (laughs) I would die. I I mean, I started laughing. I told Chloe, I go, well, it's maybe not as bad as a Japanese restaurant where I was rolling on the floor. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Like you just, 
camera wise, you can get into it and forget. But wow, they had all of these people, let alone their contestants, housemates, you know, the other guys there. Yeah. That, but they looked like they got in their own world. They didn't have any problems. Yeah, they didn't. So for this group <laughs> date, we had the dodgeball and then we had the longest kiss. When you guys, you did group dates, right? Did you do, was it the same thing, like group date and one-on-one dates or how did they format it? I had, I believe I only had one group date. Um I think in the beginning, it was only group dates when we had such a large number in the house. And then it started being um, one-on-one or group date. Because okay. my first group date was early on. I can't remember. I know Trista was on it with me. I can't remember who else that kind of made it mm-hmm. far along. But we went to um, Palm Springs and we were at kind of a spa and we got into kind of a, a mud soak and then we had to wash off and you know there's always I, there's strategies you know yeah. like so similar they, they were stripped down it. to speedos you guys were in a spa situation so I guess that is something again that's probably still similar that they're, they're yeah doing. I mean we were half yeah half yeah. naked but we did not have razors no. <laughs> that little end credit it. scene was something I mean I I was kind of shocked, but then I could not stop laughing. I thought yeah. they were all really funny. Um, because of my job and occupation, I was panicked. Like, where's the sunscreen? Yes. Fair. <laughs> like, I mean, that could have been an opportunity. She had to rub them all down with that. I don't oh, know. True. Um, but I did enjoy it. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it was. It was funny. And I think the guys, when they're good spirits about it, it like makes you like them and also yeah. lets you like be able to enjoy it as a viewer versus like, oh, if they're, you know, cause I, I don't know. I guess you, again, there's something to be said for when you go on the show, you don't know what to expect, but you have to like be prepared for something like this. If you watch any mm-hmm. season, you know, this is an option. So while it might be like a little uncomfortable, you know, kind of what you're signing up for to some degree. And I did think, um, the guys all besides Brayden, who was upset about the, the kissing date, even though I wasn't there all came off like pretty solid and like we're laughing and getting along with each other. And that's usually the way they yeah. interact with each other says more half the time since you don't really see them with the lead. Um, and they seem like a decent group of guys. They're very tall. They're very mm-hmm. cute. They seem they were getting along. So it seems like she's got a good group that even if she's down to 14 now, but they seem pretty solid. I know. I, I like pretty much all of them in one way or another for yeah. their personality or, you know, they're driven um, for their career. Uh, I, I think they all seem like they have a good heart, which is always yeah. nice. Um, but it, you never know. I mean, especially now, the history of watching these shows, what someone's agenda is. I mean, everyone's an influencer now. Yeah. It'll be interesting if they keep their jobs or all of a sudden they're sponsoring toilet paper or something. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, she has a good group to choose from. And I mean, again, she could not be more precious. I, I think she's always really kind and interested in all their conversation. Mm-hmm. And I can't, anytime she has a conversation with one of them, I can't believe how, and maybe this is what they do now. Can I get a kiss? Like, yeah. I mean, that, that just makes me so uncomfortable. And and I would probably tell people no, if I didn't want to kiss them, but she's game. She, yeah. She's like, okay, <laughs> They that's definitely some more smack. Yeah, that's definitely a thing now that they they kiss a lot of them. Sometimes like the first night, and she I think they showed us like four or five, and then last night or Mondays was a couple more. But who knows what we don't even see too? Like it's only yeah, the ones that great. we're seeing. Yeah, yeah. This is what they've edited for TV and allow yeah. us to see. But I mean, I guess if someone's not a good kisser, you might want to find that out. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely changed in that direction. I would say for sure more and more making out on the, on the program. Um, Aaron B got the one-on-one and he was the one who was upset during night one that he thought he was going to get the first impression rose and didn't, but then he got the first one-on-one and you would think, you know, that would be more important, but based on bachelor data on Instagram, who is this woman, Susanna, who's just like a whiz with stats and Excel and it's wild, the stuff that she tracks. And she did note going back to Ali Fedotowski season, which was like 2010, that no one who's gotten the first date of the season has ever won. Oh my gosh. At least since 2010. Wow. Isn't that interesting on The Bachelorette specifically? That is interesting. Because it felt like, I mean, that felt almost like a too good to be true between those yeah. two. So it feels like the shoe's going to drop because if they, it yeah. went that well, they probably would have cut it out because then it almost like looks too mm-hmm. obvious. Like she's so into him. 
um, you know, she even he makes me feel like I'm the only girl in the room. And then she was like, I guess I am though. Like she even seemed to like be in her head about yes. it. Yes. She had the double. She was very verbal. Going. Yeah. What'd you say? Yeah. She was very verbal about. Yes. And that's why I almost feel like they would have toned down, toned back some of that if he was like mm-hmm. the one now in the edit is like who wins because it mm-hmm. felt like too fairy tale, too good to be true. Like they'd want us to show us a connection, but it almost felt like they were laying it on so thick that I feel like he's gonna take a turn because it felt too much for me. And also mm-hmm. like, you got to give him props for opening up about therapy. That's great. Any Anyone talking about therapy, let alone a man talking about therapy, I get it. But I also felt like he kind of said a whole lot of nothing. Like he he said the right keywords, but I also don't really know if I got anything out of what he was saying in that conversation. Maybe I just tuned out, but... I know I kind of tuned out because after he said that, which I thought was really brave and wonderful to share, because I always I tell patients and even my friends that whatever the healthiest person is should have therapy. I I think we always have something to overcome um, and can want to be better. And after he said that, I was kind of like, I'm lost. I don't, yeah. even, I don't even know where this conversation is. And Chloe was cracking up. She's like, How, do, are they only going to talk about families? Are they, yeah. I mean, are we ever going to stop hearing about pe- people's parents? <laughs> I know. Like, what about like, hobbies? I love my, my parents had a great marriage. I want to be like them. And then uh, Joey was like, my parents got divorced. It's like, yeah. if they don't have any personal trauma, which you don't want people to have, but if they don't have their own health scare, their own whatever, they just go to like, this is how my parents messed me up. Or this is why I want to be like my parents. That's the, yeah. that's the talking point. I know. I mean, Chloe was so smart. She's like, what about jobs? What about goals? You know, what about what is our life going to look like together? And, wow. you know, and I'm like, wow, you're 13. At 13. She's like, what is your credit score? <laughs> That is my kid. She doesn't care. She she probably is, she might be single her whole life. You know, she's just independent. So I was busy chasing boys. She's reading books. I feel like that's how it works, right? It's always the opposite, like not in a good or bad way. It's just like whatever you expect or you think I'm going to get revenge for how I did. And then your kid, it's like Gilmore Girls. You got, you know, Lorelai pregnant at 16 and then Rory just reading all the time. Like it's, it's, it's the back, it's the, how it works. Yeah, exactly. Did she like the show? Like at the end, was she like, I'm so glad that's over? Or was it one of those things that like, she clearly had commentary as she was talking about it. So she was like invested to some degree, but then it was went in one year out the other. Like she'll never care about charity or Google who wins in a couple of weeks or no. Right. <laughs> well, I think we were, I don't know, it was, it was within the first hour. Cause mm-hmm. I also was like, oh my gosh, Googling, is this another two hour episode? Yeah. I'm like, man. Oh, uh, two hours now. <laughs> oh, are you kidding? Okay. Yeah. Well, sometimes sorry. three. Um, Oh my God. I'm thankful they didn't get that much footage of me. Um, So yeah, within the first hour, she said, I don't know if I can hang much longer, but she was in it. I think she was really entertained once she, she took my phone and was putting like Apple, the notes, typing comments, which all I can send you. They are really funny. Um, and, and so she was excited more so to support yet also make fun. Um, she's, she's very witty, but I bet at the end, I mean, I'm sure she'll be curious. I I won't probably let her continue to watch just because it does potentially get more physical. Um, and she's a very young 13. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would love to preserve that as long as possible. We don't need to go to the uh, fantasy suite. (laughs) No, no. Yeah. You don't need to know what mommy did um, or didn't do. Uh, But she, she loves charity, which is awesome. Like she is a big cheerleader for her, which I don't know who wouldn't be. I mean, she, they picked um, an awesome example of someone that you want to root for. Yeah, I agree. I think she's really shined in these two episodes and she did tweet charity during the episode um, around that like two hour, 40 minute mark, which I guess was probably when all of this Aaron, Adrian, uh, Brayden, Adrian stuff was airing. And she said, I will keep my mouth shut. All I can say is it's a TV show. So she probably was getting Twitter, Twitter people being like, why'd you keep Brayden or whatever, whatever. And she's, yeah. you know, she can, she can only say so much right now, but she did drop all I can say is it's a TV show, which I thought was interesting for her already kind of getting ahead of it and admitting that it's a weird thing that on this show, they, they break the wall sometimes and they do let them talk about the edit or they do tweet or they do do interviews, but then they still insist on picking that the bachelorette or bachelor keeps around people that we clearly know they don't want. And I just think the seasons where it's more shocking to me when I watch a season where they do let them send them home than when they keep them at this point. So I 
kind of wish she was just like, both of you are annoying. <laughs> I'm sending you both home because you're telling me two different things. It's not worth it. Um, Because that to me would be more shocking and more empowering and more like, bye. And they can find something else versus when the storyline continues. Because you know we're going to see these two fighting next week if you're tuning in. Yeah, they definitely are making the drama Mm -hmm. where it is a television program. And here's where I, you know, was naive. And they definitely, you know, lived and learned making 20-something episodes uh, or seasons of this. So when it came down to those two, I really thought she was going to, you know, kind of speak out and defend her um, wants, needs, and and why someone was going home. But when they saved it, I was like, that that's totally, you know, producer yeah. uh, drama that they're putting in there. Potentially, what do I know? But that's yeah. what I'm assuming. Um, they got to keep the, the plot twist. Um, and just like you mentioned, the connection was going really well with her first one-on-one also like is that going to continue or they want to leave you hanging because why else would we be watching it i probably would watch it just to see if someone finds someone that they love you know just like the true nature of it without all the the facade and um drama but i feel like they have to create that and then i also worry about the contestants like how much they they want to ham it up or get that airtime um, because it is a popular show and opportunities do come from it. So you just always wonder, you know, what is that thing now here for the right reasons and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which they, they said they were breaking, they use that term even now. So flippantly Mm -hmm. on the show when it kind of used to be like, they would never admit like that was like what the fans would call it. Mm -hmm. But like the contestants weren't necessarily overly saying like being here for fame or being here for the wrong reasons. And then it, they had to finally just start addressing it on camera because it was a thing that the guys talk about or the girls talk about, or that the audience Mm -hmm. is clearly talking about or the fear of the lead. So I do like that now they at least like say it to each other because before we, they had like dance around Instagram and whatever. And it's like so ridiculous because it's such a real part of this show. Like you can't pretend that that's not happening. Although the follower counts are way down. Like the people like five years ago were the ones now still making bank and getting to probably never had to go back to their real jobs. But now it's almost like not even worth it. They're not getting the following. And I think it's partly because obviously the ratings are down, but also like it's just oversaturation. Like if you still watch the show, you follow all the other ones from five years ago. Like you don't, you can't, you can only follow so many, follow so many people on Instagram and actually see what they're doing. So they're not even getting the followers quite as much, but except for the ones who like Mm -hmm. make it to the end. So there is, there's still a little bit of that and you definitely probably get some perks but it's not quite a couple years ago was like the prime of those people were like they were treated like stars yeah absolutely i and to me it's a, it's such a weird concept again i'm you know i'm 44 and not that there's not people my age or even older really into the social media mm-hmm. um i had my account private forever and then once i agreed because i just stepped away from everything um yeah. my relationships wanted it private I had different goals going on and focused. Um, I I really did not enjoy all the attention or celebrity life and want to pursue that in any way. Um, People can just be mean and I'm very empathetic. And so like it it hits and hurts. Um, So when we did the, where are they now kind Mm -hmm. of reunion, the goat, um, I, I, that's when I opened up my profile. Not that I, I could care less how many followers I have. I mean, yeah. my friends and family, I, but I guess to see someone normal, yeah. I, I allowed it to be public. Um, you know, cause it's interesting. We didn't get anything like no money, one outfit, the finale outfit, Tristan and I were provided now. I mean, I am curious, obviously charity looks fantastic. I, I love so far her wardrobe. Cause I'm also critiquing that stuff. Yeah, she in my looks mind. Great. Oh, stunning and makeup. Beautiful. Um, I mean, are, are these the clothing? Is that everything coming home from these gentlemen's home? Like, is this their own stuff that, you know? Yeah, of? I think it, I mean, they definitely okay. have, to, they don't have like a wardrobe provided to okay. them unless you're the lead. Okay. I think some of them, if they are strategic, maybe, you know, could reach out to brands in advance, especially sure. probably some of the girls, like I'm going to be and on bachelor in paradise which is like the beach spinoff. That's all like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be on Paradise. They have like the bikinis sent to them. Like 
but they have to uh, do it themselves and kind of do okay. their own. Like I'm going to be on TV, give me free stuff versus like the show, as far as I know, and everyone I've ever spoken to, they are packing their own stuff. And some of them like go into debt, like the women, like buying these dresses, which is definitely not worth it probably at this point. No, but, yeah. no, it's not. I mean, I, I just won't tell all of them, you know, just go back to 2002. Your clothes yeah. are going to look better than anything we slept in there. It's great. It's, fashion comes full circle, though. So there's probably a dress or two that <laughs> someone's going to show up in on next season because it's like nuts the way the 90s are back. Well, yeah. I mean, and the designers, I mean, my stuff, and I, I still kept it because I think it's kind of funny to have. I mean, my first night, the dress I bought while I was out there with my uh, at the time, sister-in-law, um, when I was interviewing, it was from Forever 21, you know, Love and it. what was it like BB or Bebe, however you say yeah. it. I mean, the, that was exciting. J. Crew, which I still wear. Yeah, that was about as exciting as my wardrobe got. So I'm always curious to, are, are, are they provided like a closet and they put this together or is this stuff that they're really... I think like, Braden brought that scarf himself. I don't know. If, <laughs> I didn't hate share, the scarf, like, see but this, like, the same blazer dangling. pop up and you can notice yeah. that like, oh, that guy didn't bring enough blazers. So this guy like let him borrow it or like oh, they'll all be so in the same sweet. spot or whatever. So you'll see some sharing <laughs> with the guys, especially. I don't know if they'd let the girls do that because it would probably become a storyline of you stole my dress. Um, but the guys, you can see sometimes <laughs> that they they share. Oh, I think that's so cute. Yeah, it is. Because also yeah. you're probably thinking like, how long am I going to be on this show? You don't want to come in thinking you're going to make it to the end and buy all this stuff. But at the same time, if somehow you are, one of the whatever percent and then you don't have enough outfits i maybe the day last day like the proposal day maybe they let them they spruce them up a bit i would imagine because they're always in like nice like yeah. like tuxes basically yeah. for that they probably help them shine yeah probably um speaking of social media and age and all of that i don't know if you know this but they are doing this fall something they've been trying to do for a while, but I think finally got the green light because of the writer's strike and they need programming that is unscripted yeah. throughout the whole fall schedule is in addition to season nine of Bachelor in Paradise, they are doing the Golden Bachelor, which is going to be a 65 plus lead and contestants mm -hmm. for the first time. I know they were having issues casting oh. it. So I don't know where they landed on that, but it's on the schedule. Thoughts oh, on the Golden Bachelor. Wow. Wow. I, I think that's so exciting. Um, I mean, I, there was <clears throat> during the time of like the goat, uh, I did an interview and they're like, I don't think the contestants are getting younger. You're just getting older. And I was like, legit, you're yeah. right. Because <laughs> that was the comment. So I do think it's great to address, you know, different ages. I mean, even, I mean, why not, you know, 40, 40s, um, mm -hmm. but 65 and older, I think that sounds lovely. Um, it'll, we'll find out, I hope. Yeah, we will. I um, mean, my first question is, because of my occupation, are they aging gracefully? Are they going to look like cats because they have too much filler in their face? You know, like, is this going to be like a housewife kind of 65 yes, or like a regular person right. 65? I know my first thought, regular person, like, come mm. on, can, can we just, can we have a little bit of real? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I probably would watch that just out of curiosity. Uh, you have to come back when it premieres in September. Okay. <laughs> You're know. booked. I mean, it was, it was really fun to kind of reminisce because there's so much you forget um, just with time. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, it, it is a little bit different. I noticed there's not as much like mood porn music. Like they had. <laughs> porn music. <laughs> I mean, that's all I could think of. When my show was airing and anytime they, you know, re-air any little clip of it, I'm like, oh my God, this just sounds like B-film or something. Uh, I didn't really notice it on this season at all. Uh, That's so funny. Speaking of music, I, I'm sure she's very famous mm. um, when they had the one-on-one -on -one date. Yes. And they had their or private Elena. concert. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to look. I don't know who she is. But yes. Chloe and I felt more uncomfortable for that artist <laughs> in that awkward situation yeah. of them making out and dancing awkwardly yeah. in this like elaborate 
<laughs> theater. Yeah. That's a new yeah. trope. Not new. I mean, they've been doing it for a while. I don't know when it started, but it's very consistent now in the last however many years to have a usually country artist that okay. is somewhat obscure. Some people know Lauren Elena was one of the only ones I actually had heard of before they were on the show. She was on American Idol like a million years ago. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So she, and she, I think she came in second. Um, it was one of the seasons that was still on Fox before it was on ABC. So it was a, a beat ago. Um, and she's had some success in, in country music as American Idols do more so than in other genres. Um, a lot of times it's a band that I've never heard of, or they have like one single or their single happens to have a rose in the name. So they get to go be in it because there's the rose trope. Um, and I've had some of them yeah. on the show before. They usually say nice things about it, but it is, they have to do it more than once. Um, but I agree with you. It's kind of a weird thing. I think we can get rid of like, I don't need to hear the whole song one. I don't need to watch them like dance and make out. And the, the artist yeah. doesn't either. Like it is a little weird. <clears throat> it's super weird. I, I mean, I would just on a, whether a camera's in front of me or not, I would never want to do that if yeah. I could even sing, let alone have a, a date that way. I'm sure there's a, an agreement where you have to hear so much of my song. Yeah, totally. I'm sure they benefit and get more. Like me, I'm going to go search her out and yeah. see, you know, there, so there's plugs. But yeah. yeah, that was something super different that I don't know about that date. You Their guys didn't have any, any serenades? Oh my God. No, no. I mean, our, my one-on-one date, <laughs> we were picked up in the limo. Drove to a really nice restaurant, sat on the floor, had sushi, went home. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's more realistic though. So you take out the fantasy, you, they do the fantasy. So people fall in love, but then they all break up because there's nothing real about what they experience. You're not going to a helicopter every day. You're waking up and hopefully, you know, not fighting about someone not closing the toothpaste cap. Like that's the thing. So a sushi date could probably go a longer way than this concert in reality. It, it it is it was really funny um so you know my exotic date mm-hmm. was to new york i had not been to new york yet and, and we go all the time i love it so i didn't feel slighted but when i see the the dates you know and all these exotic islands and everything they're doing you can't help but just feel like oh, oh yeah. that's a little painful that you have this budget but I also was always, you know, even when Alex and I dated for about a year, what's this going to look like? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I still was on the train of this is going to be real, right? Like there's yeah. going to be the toothpaste cap. Do you squeeze it from the bottom or the middle? You know, are, are yeah. you getting groceries? <clears throat> like that really was a part of my mind. I don't know that they really think about all of that yeah. now. You know, I think they're just in the moment and enjoying all the the vacations with it <clears throat> afterwards because I mean, it is really you know deceiving i yeah. i didn't know anything about alex ahead of time but he definitely was smart <clears throat> and we had chemistry but i remember he picked me up and we went to an mtv award show and he had like this an early 1980s honda accord it was light blue two-door the passenger door wouldn't open so i'd have to crawl over to the driver's side and the hood was duct taped down. And you were like, oh, so ABC <laughs> is not paying for anything anymore if this is what we're Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't even know how much he got paid, if anything, back then. I, yeah. I never asked or I, I know he got some terrible suits. But, um, you, you know, it's like, okay, that was real. <laughs> and. Yeah. You used ballet. <laughs> yeah, very funny. Oh my gosh. You mentioned, obviously, I know you're engaged. Are you um, planning to get married anytime soon or are you guys good in your engaged life? Well, we've been together seven years. We've been right. engaged for six. Um, oh, wow. We've been living together for, I don't know, I'm trying to think, five or six years soon mm-hmm. after the engagement. He's never been married or engaged and he's a great stepdad and and things are great, but we've been focusing on our house. We've bought this house and totally gutted inside outside. And thankfully they're not here yet, but they're getting ready to work on um, the landscaping. And so our idea is just to have a little intimate ceremony in the backyard. That's so it'll happen, but it hasn't, it hasn't been a priority. I mean, for me, I think like uh, a wedding ultimately comes from like a religious Mm -hmm. perspective I have faith, but I, I just, I don't need that. I mean, we yeah. both have rings and we're committed. And so I'm really happy. That works. I think a lot <laughs> so of times it's not that important. Yeah. You come off like 
a show of dating. I know it was a long time ago, but like you then realize, mm-hmm. oh, you know, because there's like an engagement. Was there an engagement attached to the show then too, or was it just the final rose? Well, they wanted an engagement, but okay. you know, at 23, two months of filming, I knew like big picture. I didn't want this to be a joke because yeah. I don't take it as one. And so not even knowing if the show was going to air, I, right. I knew. So I had a conversation with Alex and was like, you know, there's no way I want to be engaged. And he's yeah. like, oh, thank God. He's yeah. like, I don't want to do that either. And my family would think I'm crazy getting engaged yeah. to anyone at this point. But we had to flash the ring because it was sponsored. Mm. And so he got down on his knee with the rose on a table, a, a really awkward pedestal out in the grass. Um, he flashed, <laughs> so cheesy. Yeah. He flashed the ring and said, I'm going to hold on to this. Where mm. it went, good question. I probably should have been like, we'll put it on my right hand. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> be like, I still want it. Hindsight, damn it. Yeah. Um, but and then he gave me the rose. So okay, That's they let us off do the it. Hook. A lot of them now do get engaged, and it's like, lol. Like, do we even take this seriously because of it's an engagement, or is it just because Neil Lane is here? Sometimes they don't. Jesse Palmer yeah. was one of the bachelors who didn't propose to his person. So oh. there's, there's that's just an interesting fact, and they didn't last very long either. But um, so there's the option. They they tell them they don't have the option. They don't have to get engaged, and we see it every every couple seasons, more so from bachelors than from bachelorettes, where they don't. But the idea of the engagement definitely, I guess it's it, the one side is it makes hopefully people take it seriously, but I also think sure. they're in their head too much about it. And then they're like, I want a fiance. I want a fiance. I want a fiance. And then it's like, do you want a fiance or do you want this person as your fiance is I think sometimes. Yeah. And again, there's no real world aspect. So I really think that the way to make this show, what something people would like again is do like the fantasy stuff and then have like the second half of the season be like dropped into the Midwest in a house living like spending nights with different of the guys like what are they actually like going to the grocery store doing real life things and that would be fascinating to see like when they go on love is blind when they go live in the homes fascinating tv and potential like real world things so that's i they gotta do both i get the fantasy we gotta make them fall and it is fun to watch but then we gotta pull it back and do a little bit more realistic stuff to have any chance of these couples lasting so that would be my pitch they don't ask me but I would love it. Maybe you and I should put something together. I think maybe we should. (laughs) That would seem that hard of a concept, like real world week. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Like like almost like a wife swap, like boot camp, like one of those shows where they're like doing the dishes and bickering. Like, I feel like we'll we'll get to the bottom of these issues much quicker. I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to see how you live. Yep. We're going to see how you let the dog out and load the dishwasher and how you left your apartment or home when you went on the show. Did you make it clean before you left to go film for God knows how long? Or did you not? Like, that is, did you go to bed before you left for The Bachelor? (laughs) Surprise. We're we're seeing how you left things. Oh, I love that idea. I love it. I I mean, TV is always going to be a little bit manipulated. It's just, but um, I I think they do need to grasp some new ideas. because I, I I don't want to see another longest kiss in history. Me either, or dodgeball. Um, well, thank you so much for joining me and for watching Charity's episodes. I will be in your Instagram DMs to find out if you keep watching and any thoughts you have. And let me know if Chloe has any thoughts as well. <laughs> this was so fun. You're coming back for The Golden Bachelor. Um, was there anything we didn't touch that you wanted to mention? I feel like we covered it, but thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. Only for you. Um, I, I swear I'd never watch this again. I mean, I had a blast back in the day, so I don't have like hard feelings, but um, no, I, I think it was great. I really do wish Charity well. I, I think she seems like a sweetheart and um, you know, you get really sucked in. It, it's weird, but when you're isolated like this, you get really sucked in to where you think you have to pick someone or this is the last woman or man on earth mm-hmm. and you need to win them. And, and, and that's really not the case, but psychologically these people do get that way. Yeah. It's pretty powerful. Um, but I'll probably keep watching a few episodes. Um, I, the cringe is also entertaining. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. You may have an, made me a new fan. <laughs> wow. You're welcome, ABC. <laughs> they need the viewership these days. No. Um, thank you so much again. I agree with you. Charity's great. And I really do hope it works out for her in either way. Hopefully, at least it works out to her in the sense that she keeps getting to shine on the show because that's a win in itself because sometimes they turn on their own leads. So they got that going for her. She looks great so far physically and her personality. So happy for her. And thank you again for joining me. Yeah, you're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.